Hello, and welcome to episode 82 of Penny Red. As you can see by the lack of the other little faces around the bottom of the screen, uh, my guest today was claimed by the plague. Well, maybe not the plague, but let's say it's the plague. It makes things more interesting. In any case, <clears throat> um, I've thrown out an open um, invitation, and maybe people will answer, and maybe they won't. Um, in any case, I'll just give you a quick rundown of what's going on so at least you know um, that... I'm not going to be taking a long break like I have done, uh, like I did over the summer. It's just a number of events transpired to, um, or conspired, I should say, um, to mean that I've missed the last week and then possibly this week, depending on if anybody shows up. Um, anyway, so what's on the go? Well, uh, as with last year, I am, I've am i sent out an open um, call, I suppose, to all the people I've spoken with here and this year and some people who you haven't heard me speak with but who I have spoken with um, just in my general everyday communications uh, for Christmas ideas. So next week's episode with any luck, or perhaps the week after, um, I'll be um, providing an episode which has a whole bunch of different suggestions of gifts, gaming and otherwise, for um, you maybe to get for people uh, on your Christmas list. So that's, as I say, that'll be the next week or the week following. Um, I've got an interview uh, lined up with uh, John Harper, hopefully for uh, this week coming. I'll have to double check with that, but John Harper is the writer of uh, Lady Blackbird and uh, most recently um, Blades in the Dark. Um, so that will be interesting. Um, I've also got another conversation coming up with Ebedai Ravishol, the writer of Dread and the, the Grand Vizar of Worlds Without Master, a recent, uh, recently released um, e-zine. <clears throat> Which, uh, uh, as I say, the second the second issue of which came out, and you can you can get some more information about uh, dig that from dig one thousand holes. That's D I G, um, and then the number one thousand, and then holes dot com, um, or maybe it's one thousand. In any case, if you look up Ebedai Ravishol, um, you should have no trouble. Although spelling his name may be slightly more of a challenge. Um, also, in the next couple of weeks, I'm hoping over my Christmas break I'll be able to get this together. I'm going to put out uh, an open play test for the new game that I'm working on, which is called Das Sonnenrad or um, Nimbus, uh, depending on uh, which of the two different scenarios you play. But you can probably gather from the from the title that uh, it's a World War II um, setting, and it's. Uh, Bit of a freeform game, sort of along similar lines to Faith. Although one of the things I spoke with uh, for listeners who um, have been following me all through, I spoke with Daniel Solis about um, a couple of three months ago, um, was artifacts of play. And the idea of artifacts um, of play uh, came uh, sort of came to the forefront when I realised that uh, one of the uh, one of the in uh, the unofficial official rules of um, talking about role playing or doing role playing podcasts in general is don't you don't talk about your characters unless it's within the context of uh, some greater thing. Now, it's not to say talking about your characters is wrong, but the problem with role playing games, I guess, um, just like most stories in real life, which ends with I guess you had to be there, um, is that the uh, is that without all of the various things that have gone on leading up to that moment, it's very difficult for somebody who's outside the game to get an appreciation of what's happened in the game. So uh, with that in mind, 
um, I so well, how can I how can I go about this? And a number of games use little uh, use index cards to um, track information um, about what's going on. Um, and Faith, at least the way that I played it in the past and um, have played it recently, um, I put a uh, large piece of paper out on the table and people write stuff on it. Um, in a more in a sort of an unstructured way, but you know we draw pictures of faith, the town, and various details about it, and so it'll help to fill in some blanks and add a little, you know, a little bit of feeling um, to what's going on. So in the end, you've got a nice little uh, what I call, or at least what is called, uh, an artifact of play. Now the artifact of play um, can then you can sort of use it as a way to tell a story, I suppose. Um, but even so, there's not really any sort of structure from one thing to the next. Um, this is by no means a, a new idea, but um, something that I'm, I'm using in this game, and, and that's what Dust, Sonnenrad, um, and or um, Nimbus will, will have in it. I've got a number of, uh, I've had some encouraging playtest information come back about that. I've had lots of cool um, sort of story maps, if you like, um, come to the fore, so I'll be, I'll be playtesting that um, in the next, well, hopefully I'll have a document ready for, for wider playtesting within the next uh, few weeks or months. You may even be able to get some games in um, over the Christmas break if uh, your schedule allows for that type of stuff. Um, other than that, uh, just trying to think, is there anything else coming up? Oh, yes, um, the Epimus promotion, which uh, I was a part of, or at least my games were a part of last year, or at least Victoria was part of last year, um, we'll be on again this year, and I'm hoping that, as I mentioned before, Epidai Ravishol um, will be on in the next couple of weeks to talk about that, give some more, uh, give some more details. I'm not exactly sure the parameters he's going to be working with this year, but um, if those match up with any of the things that I've produced, then you can look to see. Um, you can certainly look to see uh, Faith, perhaps as part of that, or perhaps Victoria again. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, other than that, uh, I've got uh, another. I've got an interview lined up with a, a local, um, a local gamer girl um, in the next couple of weeks. It's been a while since I've had a an interview with uh, with just a, a gaming girl, so that will be that will be good, or woman, or or lady, or whatever word you feel is most appropriate in the situation. Um, and aside from that, I think that that is basically it. And I hope everybody had a nice. Uh, Thanksgiving, got a chance to play some games and so forth. I know that uh, some of the suggestions I had from last year's um, Christmas list have borne fruit again this year. And one of my uh, born born fruit, sorry, during this year. Um, I know that one of my recommendations for uh, for the Christmas episode coming up is uh, going to be Forbidden Island, which is a game recommended by Ryan Macklin. Um, last year, and who was the guest, I think, on episode 37, perhaps. Um, uh, and it's a cooperative game. I'm, I generally play pretty well with others, but my wife is not one of the people I play well with. So to be able to play a game that's cooperative is um, definitely something that's <clears throat> uh, definitely something that's been a real, um, been a real plus, because um, we both enjoy board games. We just don't enjoy playing against each other um, when there is a board game. Um, my son can play it as well, and he's nine, so that's that's good. And the sort of the cooperative nature of the whole thing means that really anybody, even if you've got a four-year-old like I've got who wants to do everything but doesn't really hasn't really mastered the subtleties of, of some of the more advanced board games, although Forbidden Island is not that advanced, um, it's often difficult to um, to have them make any useful contribution. But 
uh, in this case, because it's cooperative, you know, you you're sort of working against the uh, the island sinking, and that that really lends itself to having some some younger kids uh, involved. Right. Well, it uh, although I did not expect it to be the case, um, there's nobody else has has answered my open call uh, to to be on here. So I'm hopeful that today's guest, which was going to be Bill Heron from uh, Edinburgh, um, will be will be on next next week. We may even may double up on interviews next week or maybe triple up even I think now that I think about it. I may even have three interviews next week. So in any case we should be in good shape for regular programming over the Christmas break. Um, and if this is all that episode 82 becomes then that's fine. Uh, however I shall keep my eyes peeled for the rest of the day here and I'll see perhaps if uh, Sean Hayworth has got a has got a moment to uh, to chip in a couple of thoughts, but as I say, it's Thanksgiving weekend there in uh, America, and the majority of my guests do come from there, so um, understandable that there's nobody in and around the computer. In any case, um, if that turns out to be it for uh, episode 82 of Penny Red, then then so be it. And until next week, keep talking the walk. <laughs>